You're listening to Tech Talk Central. This is Sakis Trinidafilakis for Tech Talk Central. We are here at Four Years From Now, which is a side event of Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. We are here with Michael Rolf and Alan Fallis, the two co-founders of YoYo Wallet. So please tell us what about uh, YoYo Wallet is and what is your product, what are, what are your services? Yeah, so to put it simply, our vision is to replace your physical wallet with a mobile wallet. And what that means is it's not just the ability for you to actually use your phone to pay for things at the point of sale, whether it's in-store or online, but actually to then automate the entire transaction experience. So the way it works, we actually integrate into the point of sale system. So we're able to capture a rich set of data around what you're buying. And then we automate the loyalty experience by issuing you the points or the stamps associated with your transaction. We're able to issue you with a fully itemized digital receipt. And naturally, because of your wallet uh, being on your mobile, we're then able to utilize the benefits of what mobile represents, i.e. the personalization. And we use the insight that we're able to capture to uh, market on behalf of retailers and brands to a consumer the item, the things and the services that they actually want. So, um, in order to, for a, a, a mobile payment app to work, you need traction, you need users. So, how are you doing with that? We've decided to um, focus on large, closed environments first to build a consumer network. And these environments are university campuses and corporate campuses. Um, where you can achieve ubiquity very, very quickly. For instance, we are live now in 40 universities in the UK. These are large universities ranging from 20,000 to 40,000 students and staff. Um, they have retail uh, facilities that range from coffee shops, cafeteria, pubs, uh, you know, clubs, and so on. Um, 30, 35, 40 outlets per campus. So we are live in these environments. And this is an incentive, obviously, for people to use YoYo because it's accepted everywhere on the campus. Plus the additional incentive, of course, that with YoYo you receive points, you receive rewards, you have an actual, you know, a, a real incentive to actually use a mobile payment this time. So we are live in uh, nearly 40 universities and we are also live in uh, nearly 100 corporate locations. Um, ranging from uh, Centrica, um, uh, even Visa. We're live at uh, Hilton Hotel, Honda, Bedfair, these types of organization. So we're actually, um, so we're processing 400,000 transactions a month. So we're the most used mobile wallet in the UK and probably Europe on that basis. So uh, from a traction perspective, there's no one out there that's actually really understands what mobile wallet really is like we do because we have the users and we have the transaction volume and that's increasing uh, you know very nicely at quite a space uh, quite a speed month on month that's really nice to hear so um, um, I know that you recently raised uh, a funding ground can you tell us more about that yeah, we raised uh, in total since the inception of YoYo in May 2013 so two and a half years ago we raised uh, in total 15 million US dollars um, and we've deployed a capital to create a very rich technology stack. Um, also, um, a lot of rich data around, obviously, uh, the payment. And we are now expanding into um, three different geographies. Um, the US, 
where we've established uh, a head office in, uh, in New York, um, Ireland, and now Singapore. So we've actually did our first uh, European transactions two weeks ago um, in Ireland at the um, Dublin City University, um, together with Bank of Ireland. So why did you choose those, those certain uh, regions? So the U.S. Is, is an obvious market. It's very large, you know, all the great reasons that we, we all know. Um, more specifically, um, the, the, the market is wide open for the smart wallet, the personalized marketplace. Um, you know that there's been a lot of confusion around wallets in the last five, six years. There's been a lot of casualties around wallets and, and retailers have, have actually uh, lost the plot a little bit. And now um, with, the, with Apple Pay and Samsung Pay being uh, now launched in the market, people have started to realize that these are actually, actually just payment systems and they're not really solving the retailer problems. The retailer problems are threefold. They want to know the customers, they want to engage with them in a way that is personal and they want to sell more. So if you speak to retailers in the US or the UK or Singapore, they all have the same problem. So we don't think that anybody addressed these issues in the US market today and we think we have a, a very fair chance to, uh, to, to dominate the market as a, as with, with our personal marketplace. So what about your competition, especially in the U.S.? So here's the thing. I mean, the biggest competitor is inertia. You know, the world kind of works when you really think about it. You know, there isn't a payment problem. Um, you know, you don't walk into a shop and scratch your head wondering how you can take the items that you want out without the retailer um, obviously being paid. So from that perspective, you know, what we're focused on is creating a truly unique and better customer experience around the transaction. That means when somebody uses the mobile wallet for the first time, they immediately understand the benefits and, the, and realize the value of going with their mobile rather than their physical wallet. So we're super focused on that, which means the, the competition is the way somebody behaves today. There's lots of different players that are in the market, but none of them are actually doing what we do. So what we look at is to say that end-to-end -end experience People like an Apple Pay and, and a Samsung Pay, you know, they're not competitors to us. They're super focused on effectively replacing plastic cards. And they're not adding value to either the retailer or to the consumer. Because at the end of the day, you can pay anyway using your card today. And if you look at other players that have been in the market, you know, again, they very much come at it from a payments perspective. You know, mobile in itself brings a unique challenge to retailers. You know, retailers do not understand and know how to engage through that digital channel, um, you know, in a way that uh, makes sense to them. So retailers today uh, are starting to think because Starbucks have had success with their wallet, that perhaps they should have a wallet too. And the reality is the wallet sits independent from a consumer's perspective. It's my wallet. You know, I don't want multiple different retailer wallets. And for every consumer we speak to and we understand more about what their needs are and what they would like, you know, it's loud and clear. They want one wallet like they have today that they can use at many different retailers like they do today. And so that's what we're focused on and, and we're truly unique in that. And this whole notion of white labeling for, uh, for retailers and for banks that a lot of other people are focused on, you know, it may feel like uh, a good short term step. But for us, we know that the long term and actually massively changing consumer behavior where mobile becomes the dominant way to pay going forward, you, know, you have, to, have to focus on creating that single ubiquitous wallet experience. And for that, we have no competitor. 
So do you think that your app can change even uh, how mobile marketing works? Totally. Totally. I mean, we are redefining the way that marketing works in a mobile-first world. And I mentioned three retailer problems earlier. There's a fourth problem, which we, we, we tend to forget, but it's a very present, is that the expectation of consumers that everything should be mobile-first. So um, the whole world of retail marketing will change if you start to treat the smartphone for what it is, a communication device. So back to your question around competition earlier, the Samsungs and the Apples of this world or Visa and so on do not treat the mobile as a communication device. They treat it as a piece of hardware that you tap onto an NFC terminal. Um, so once you start to have personalized engagement between the retailer and the consumer, you've effectively transformed the whole buying experience. Because that you start to see that happening in the online world, uh, albeit in an imperfect way. Um, but now, if you've got access, like we do, to all the data of the transaction, you can really personalize the experience around a, a reward, an offer, um, and anything around you know, personalized marketing. So, so here's the thing. There is no more relevant and contextual environment in which to engage a consumer from a retailer and brand perspective than their wallet. From a consumer's perspective, you know, from you think about how mobile advertising works today, you know, it's basically just an interruption to activities that you're performing. I'm on social networks because I want to catch up on what people are doing. I don't want to be marketed to. It's completely out of context. And even when you think about how, um, you know, online advertising works with retargeting, you know, you look at a website and then four weeks later, you're still seeing pictures for this one item you looked at on a website. I mean, it's complete nonsense because I bought that item four weeks ago, more likely, but you know, advertisers don't know that. And that's the unique power that we have is that we know you bought it. So when you think about that, the insight that we have and we're able to, to then create that experience around how that insight is serviced from a consumer's perspective where you have the control to what you see and what you don't see and the notifications you get, you know, it's completely revolutionary. So you've got people paying with your app, right? So have you ever thought of moving to, to a more hardcore industry, uh, mobile banking? I think mobile banking's got a lot of its own problems. Um, so we're super focused, and from our perspective, that focuses on that transaction experience. You know, there will be no better transaction experience in the world than the one that we create through YoYo Wallet. And I think that focus really pays off for us, and we see that in the fact that when we launch in any new environment, you know, we're immediately getting upwards of 30% share of checkout. In some environments, we actually have over 90% share of checkout. You know, so 90% of people that are transacting every day are using YoYo Wallet rather than using their cards or using cash. So from a mobile banking perspective, you really start then getting into a world where you look at things like personal finance management. And, you know, that experience in itself demands a certain attention and focus and there are lots of people that are you know starting to do that and sort of you know particularly in the UK there's a lot of sort of digital first banks like Tandem um, uh, you know Mondo these guys you know so for, from our perspective you know that's their focus and, and I'm sure there'll be lots of interesting opportunities for us to partner down the line with some of those emerging winners um, or even obviously the established banks today like we have in Ireland we you know we've worked very closely with the Bank of Ireland where we've helped them engage to create a positive rewarding experience for not only 
their customers, but obviously people they want to be their customers. So we see there's a natural partnership, but we don't look at it as being our job to solve the banking side of things. So you're here at Mobile World Congress. What are you looking to accomplish here? Are you looking for partnerships? Anything else? Uh, Mobile World Congress is, is inevitable somehow when you are in the mobile world like we are. Um, it's about reconnecting with people we know and, and you know they're all here together. So it's an easy, an easy way to, to network, obviously. Um, we also... Um, Recontacting some investors. Um, we are a young company. Um, we have very great global ambitions. So we're here to meet investors um, and also potential partners. So it's it's uh, there are opportunities uh, for partnership, specifically in certain geographies, which are more difficult to uh, to tackle um, on your own. Um, so it's, it's, it's a great opportunity. Four years from now is obviously um, more relevant to the stage we're at. Um, I think that in a couple of years we're probably going to be in the, the main Mobile World Congress conference center as an exhibitor. I hope you do. Uh, one last question before we close the interview. Um, what are your plans for the next 12 months? How do you see the YoYo Wallet uh, going in the next, in the next year? So again, we're, we're, we're super focused on, on the closed environments. And so as we expand our geographies into the US, Ireland, Singapore, you know, we'll be doing exactly the same as what we've got. We have customers already in those markets that are either live or will be going live in the university and corporate sector. So we're, we're really focused on, on executing against that and scaling that, that model that works so well for us. Um, but naturally, what we recognize is we're going through this process. We are creating a consumer network of not just hundreds of thousands, but ultimately within the next few months, millions of, of people that are using YoYo Wallet. So that lends itself very nicely for us to then start migrating that experience actually into the high street. And for us, again, there are certain verticals that it makes sense that we focus on first. Um, you know, we have this belief that if you get somebody's belly, then you, you know, you get their mind. And so those verticals that relate to food and drink are gonna be very naturally um, be ones we focus on. But that said, what we're also recognizing is we're getting a lot of inbound interest from brands and we're actually doing a lot of interesting work with brands already. And so, you know, we think it's completely um, conceivable in the next 12 months that you'll be receiving some really unique offers directly through YoYo Wallet that you won't be able to receive anywhere else. And you just make a simple decision at that point. You know, you either say, yes, you want it and you buy it within your wallet or you say no. And that's okay. Maybe you'll like the next one. Any anything to close our interview? Any other comments? Well, first of all, thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk about a product which is awesome. Um, the you will see that um, the industry is going to start to realize that payment is not a problem that needs to be fixed. Um, personalized marketing is where the retail world wants to take the industry um, that's where startups like us uh, are going to make our mark is because we figured that out before a lot of the giants are there um, and that's where we have the success we have today I think ultimately from from our perspective you know what we recognize is that you know there's two sides of the transaction coin there's the retailer and there's the consumer and 
for us, you know, that sort of maniacal focus on creating an experience that adds value to both sides of that transaction coin is is something that you know works very well. We're clearly an emerging winner in this space, and we're going to continue to do that and have that focus. And uh, you know, in the next uh, you know 12, 24 months, we'll be talking about yeah, yeah, I'm sure uh, in in a greater detail as it's become more mainstream. Well, I hope we do, and we have another interview next year. So uh, that was uh, Michael Rolf and Alan Fales, the two co-founders of YoYo Wallet. Uh, um, a really easy to use uh, mobile app for your mobile payments and really focused on the user experience as they o- o- explained us. This is Extra and Aflakis for Tech Talk Central. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.